Hello, and welcome to episode 33 of The Modern Manager. I'm your host, Mamie Canfor-Stewart. First, if you've listened before, you may notice that my voice is a little weak and scratchy today, and that's because I'm getting over laryngitis, and I didn't want to skip an episode, so hopefully my voice will hold out and it won't be too distracting from the contents. Now, a quick welcome to Aaron to the Modern Manager community. Members of the community get a variety of resources to help you on your Rockstar Manager journey. Check out the show notes and stay tuned for more information about the benefits and how to join. I'll talk about it at the end of the episode. Now, today we're talking about meetings, one of my favorite subjects, and some of you know I even wrote a book about it, Momentum, Creating Effective, Engaging, and Enjoyable Meetings, and it's available on Amazon, and there's a link in the show notes. But this episode is actually about when you don't need to have a meeting. For many managers, our calendars are full of meetings, but does it really need to be? Well, let's get to it. You're listening to The Modern Manager, a podcast dedicated to helping you be a rock star boss with a thriving team. Whether you're looking to upgrade your meetings, cultivate your team, or grow as a leader, this podcast is for you. Now here's your host, Mamie Canfer-Stewart. It often feels easy to jump right into having a meeting. There's a problem. Have a meeting. We need to make a decision. Have a meeting. I don't know what's going on with my project. Have a meeting. We always have team meetings on Mondays, so have a meeting on Mondays. But a meeting is just one form of communication, and it's actually quite costly to have a meeting. Meetings take effort to schedule and plan and prepare for and follow up on. In financial terms, an hour-long meeting is equal to the total of each participant's hourly rate. For senior managers and leaders and large teams, that can be upwards of a few thousand dollars per meeting. And that's just the time they're spending in the room. How about the time that you have to spend preparing for the meeting? Plus the emotional toll it takes to sit in meeting after meeting and not feel like it's a good use of your time. So while it seems simple to say, let's have a meeting, it's important to pause and consider if a meeting is really necessary. In addition to the costs, meetings aren't actually the best format for every kind of need. As an example, I remember sitting through a meeting where someone was presenting materials and asking for feedback. We got started and the discussion was flowing and suddenly we had run out of time and we were only on slide three of 12. Because only one person can speak at a time in meetings, a 60-minute meeting with five people is actually only about 12 minutes per person of talking. That means you get 12 minutes of their brain share but take up 60 minutes of their time. In some instances, that's okay. That's when a meeting is the optimal format. It's just not the optimal format for every need. Just like email can be abused and overused, like those email chains that go on and on and change topics so that the subject line doesn't match the content anymore and you can't follow along, all communication methods have their optimal uses. So the question at hand is, do you really need to have that meeting? Well, before you can answer that question, you need to know what it is you want to achieve. And we call that the desired outcome. There are seven reasons to have a meeting. Knowing the reason you want to meet will help you then craft that desired outcome. The seven reasons are, number one, to make a decision. Number two, to align a group. Number three, to brainstorm or ideate. Number four, to produce or advance content. Number five, to plan. Number six, to connect and build relationships. 
and number seven, to learn or gather information. If I asked you to look at the next three meetings on your calendar, could you identify which of these seven reasons is driving each of those meetings? Hopefully, yes, but that's not always the case. And even if you can, that's not enough. The most common answers I get when I ask people why they have a specific meeting on their calendar go something like this. We need to review the performance of the advertising pilot. Or, we need to figure out how to respond to the customer's request. Did you catch the two plus verb at the start of each of those sentences? To review. To figure out. When answering the question, why are we meeting, it is most natural and comfortable to respond with a two plus verb statement. Why are we meeting? To brainstorm, to check in, to update. But these are activities, and what we want to focus on is the outcome. Meetings need to accomplish something to move work forward. So instead of asking, why are we meeting, ask yourself, what will this meeting achieve? Now you're more likely to answer with a noun, a result, or as we call it, a desired outcome. So let's reframe those earlier statements as desired outcomes. The first was, to review the performance of the advertising pilot. Well, when I think about the seven buckets, this could be a learning meeting, which is about discovering the content and strategies that were most effective. And if that's the case, the outcome could be a list of the most effective strategies and content that we can use to guide the next round of advertising initiatives. But it could also be a decision-making meeting, in which case the desired outcome could be agreement on what strategies and content to scale. They're similar, but slightly different. And it's really helpful for the group to all be aligned on what they're trying to get done in that particular meeting. Okay, let's look at the next one. To figure out how to respond to the customer's request. It seems on the surface like a decision-making meeting, but it could also be a brainstorming session. And that depends on whether this group has the authority to make the decision or not. The desired outcome could be a decision on how to respond to the customer's request. Or it could be three potential ways we could respond to the customer's request, plus the pros and cons of each. That would then go to, say, a senior manager who would ultimately make the decision. The more specific you can be about the desired outcome, the more productive your meeting is likely to be, because you and everyone there know exactly what you're trying to accomplish and what success looks like. Many people report back to me that trying to shift to this kind of noun statement is really challenging, and it doesn't feel natural. So to help you write a desired outcome for your upcoming meetings, I've created a one-page reference guide with dozens of sentence starters. It's this week's mini guide. So more about how to get that at the end of this episode. So now we know the overarching reason for the meeting, and we've clarified the specific desired outcome for the meeting. But we still haven't determined if a meeting is the right next step. Consider this. Meetings are unique compared to other forms of communication, like email, chat, or collaborative documents, and that they allow participants to interact in real time. That means that meetings are ideal for situations where participants need to listen to and respond to one another. When looking at your desired outcome, ask yourself the following questions. Number one, do I need the participants to listen to, respond to, or interact with one another in order to achieve this outcome? Number two, is there a lot of complexity in the content or the situation that needs real-time discussion? And number three, do I need to generate buy-in with this group of people? If the answer to any of these is yes, then a meeting is likely the right format. If the answer to all of them is no, or you're not sure, 
consider if one of these meeting alternatives will work first. Option one, collaborating on a shared document. Now, this is one of my favorite meeting alternatives. Instead of presenting content and asking attendees to verbalize their feedback, questions, or suggestions, you provide a digital space for them to do that. Think of a Google Doc in which people can use track changes to edit or leave comments. And for visual content like a slide deck or graphics, Envision App is a great option. I love this because people can get to it on their own time. And I find that I tend to get better results this way. That's partially because people are really focused when they're going through your content. And they're leaving their ideas and their questions and their comments and thoughts real time rather than having to wait and hold their comments until someone else is done talking. And it's great for engaging introverts who may be quieter in meetings naturally or those who prefer to have time to read the content, digest it, and then come back and share their thoughts a little later. A collaborative document can also become pre-work for a meeting. People add their thoughts digitally first, and then you can identify the areas that need discussion and call a meeting to tackle those specific issues rather than going through the entirety of the content. Option two is to send an email or a memo. Email is often over and underused meaning that people get way too many emails and email discussions go on way too long. But then some meetings just really should have been a memo sent by email. But because people know that emails aren't always read, they call a meeting instead. Sending an email with a dashboard or a memo that explains the content is great when the information or the request is straightforward, when it's FYI only, or there's little discussion expected to come from it. If you're worried that people won't read your email, pair it with a brief individual check-in. Say, schedule 10 minutes with each person to answer their questions about the material. In this case, a meeting with five other people on the team would mean it would take 50 minutes of your time, but only 10 minutes for each of them. Another way to approach it is to ask them to respond to your email with their answers to a specific question so you can keep track of who read the memo. Now, if you're worried about how long preparing a dashboard or a memo will take you, think of it this way. You should probably be doing almost that much prep work for the meeting in which you'd be talking about that content. So if you were planning to just wing it and present the content off the cuff, you likely wouldn't have had a very efficient meeting and ended up using too much of other people's time in addition to your own. All right, last option. Option three is to use a chat app like Slack or Microsoft Teams. Chat is an amazing tool for quick, brief interactions. It's shown to reduce the number of emails people send, which actually makes it easier to get attention for the important emails that you do send. Chat is great for simple decisions that are up for vote, things that are yes, no, or choose from options A, B, and C. It's also great for one-way information sharing. It's not well-suited for brainstorming or long, complex discussions. My team used to have their daily stand-up by chat, which means that between 9 and 9.15 a.m., each person was expected to type three things. One, what they accomplished yesterday. Two, what they were planning to do today. And three, any roadblocks or things they needed from others in order to move their work forward. Then each person was expected to read everyone else's and respond accordingly. This reduced what would have otherwise been a 15 to 20 minute daily meeting into a five minute activity, which means that at a minimum, This saved an hour per week for each person. Chat can also be a great way to start a conversation, which helps you narrow in on what pieces need to move to a meeting. 
Maybe you ask people for a straw poll decision and find the group is totally aligned. Great, you just saved yourself from an unnecessary meeting. But maybe the team is all over the place. And now you probably do need a meeting to work through the various perspectives and come to agreements. So as you start filling up your calendar for 2019, pause before sending a meeting invite and consider if you really need to have that meeting. Are you clear about why you need to meet and what it will achieve? Did you write a desired outcome? Is a meeting really the right next step or might a meeting alternative be sufficient? Take a look at all of your existing meetings and try writing a desired outcome for each of them, especially those recurring meetings. Then share the desired outcome with the people you've invited so they can better prepare for the meeting. When you approach having meetings with intention, you may just find that all of those meetings you thought you needed just aren't so necessary after all. If you're interested in the full guide for this episode, which has more information on when to use meetings versus each type of meeting alternative and more helpful tips, go to patreon.com slash modernmanager and join the community. Members of the community get a variety of resources to help you on your Rockstar Manager journey. There are episode guides, guest bonuses, group coaching calls, and when you join, you get access to all the prior content. So make that investment in yourself and your team and join today. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash modern manager. And of course, the link is in the show notes. If you've subscribed to my newsletter, you'll have the mini guide for this episode with all of those desired outcome starters right in your inbox. And if you're not yet subscribed, go to mamieks.com slash mini guides to get it. That's mini guides with an S. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Meetings are one of the most critical components of healthy collaboration, and teams are at the heart of how we work. Meteor helps you use your time in meetings productively, build healthy relationships with your colleagues, and move work forward. To learn how we do it, visit meteor.com. That's M-E-E-T-E-O-R.com. You've been listening to The Modern Manager, you're already becoming a rock star boss of a thriving team, I can tell. To ensure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player and join the mailing list at mamieks.com slash podcast. That's M-A-M-I-E-K-S dot com slash podcast to get show notes and other special content delivered directly to your inbox. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.